win. A relationship should never be where you got to compromise in it. Because to me, compromising somebody got to win, somebody got to lose. But a relationship is a negotiation, it's a win-win. To where we to where we make <clears throat> each other happy. You know, I remember, you know, I'm not gonna give you the name. This is back in, in the 1990s. <clears throat> when my wife, my, my, when my wife and I, you know, first got married, you know, and um we had somebody to call us who had been married, who had been married, you know, longer than us. But then when I talked to the husband, he was like, man, I'm having a good time, man. Everything good, man. It's fun. But then when his wife would call, uh, she's in the exact opposite of him. He don't spend no time with me. He always gone. He always in the streets. You know, he, I don't know. And, um, but he, he was deceived. So in today's time, you know, he, they're not married any longer. He didn't even raise his children. He went on to go to prison. She still, he's still in prison. She got a whole other family with children. It's always good whenever you have a relationship with, the, with, with, with an individual. It's to make sure you work on that thing. If you have a, if you have a relationship with Yah, it has to be worked on. You know how do you how how are you gonna ever know <clears throat> what what y'all expect from you if you don't if you don't never talk to him or hear what he gotta say? You know, the best way, the best way to hear what Yahuwah has to say is to get in his word. If you don't, if you uh if you um don't get in Yah's word, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna know what he gotta say. You ain't, you ain't gonna have no idea of what y'all is talking about if you don't know y'all's word. You gotta build a relationship. You win and y'all win. When you when you seeking y'all, you you being obedient, you walking in righteousness, it ain't nothing that can come your way that you can't handle. There is no thing that can come your way that you can't overcome. You had the victory in every situation because. The most high is going to give you the victory. He'll fight for you. He'll deliver you. He'll bring, bring you out. But when you don't have time with him, it ain't gonna win like that. It's gonna be you, it's the storm gonna be between you and him. That was the problem with the children of Israel. The storm was, was between the children of Israel and Yah when it came down to uh, Babylon. So it wasn't no, it wasn't no deliverance from him. It was only straight submit. And if you could submit to it, it's over with. Because you got tired of going back and forth with them, a couple of miles been carrying out. But as long as they was, as long as they was doing what's right, they had the vision. Well, I mean, one time, even, even, even though, you know, in the in the Gilead, in the Gilead, in the Gibeonite deception, and they came to Joshua and they got Joshua, and they didn't consult the God, but they had to keep their word. So when those those kings tried to go fight the Gibeonites and they called Joshua them, they're like, hey, we need some help. Man, look here. When Joshua the young guy finished fighting them, the most high started throwing rocks at them. 
He throwing. Can you imagine y'all throwing rocks at your enemies? And he killed more than Joshua the killed. Joshua was fighting, but y'all was fighting with him. Look at one can chase a thousand now, but two ten thousand. <laughs> when you fight with y'all, let me say something to you. We're gonna we, we, we're gonna start today on First Kings eighteen. But I want to read something to you out of the book of John real quick. Then we're going to go to 1 Kings 18. We're going to get in this word. We're going to let y'all go, you know, about your evening. Hallelujah. Um, we thank you for your mercy and for your loving kindness. Thank you for being good to us and for being our strength. Strength like no other. We pray, Almighty, in the name of Yahushua HaMashiach, our Master and our Savior, our Redeemer, that you give us the spirit of wisdom and understanding, that you will open our hearts and minds to your word. Help us to see and know. Help us to grow in faith, to be obedient, to be convicted of our sins, to be led and guided to our truth. We thank you and we appreciate you, Yah. We most definitely want to know who you are, for we are a stiff-necked people. We do be hard-headed at times, Yah. But please have mercy upon us and help us not be like this. Help us to begin to do better and grow and learn of you. We thank you for your mercy, Yah. Your compassion in the name of Yahushua HaMashiach, we pray. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. Oh, man, let me read this to you all. Truly, truly, amen, amen. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is a shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth, his own sheep by name and lead them out. A porter is one, is one that's at the door, the gatekeeper. They kept the door. You know, some of the Levites became porters. And they made the way for the people to have access to Yah to do things because they guide the temple. Mashiach says he's a good shepherd. The portal opened the door for you can come in so you, you can give access. He's the access to the word to Yah for you. He's the one that gets you to Yah. He's the one that reconciles you to Yah through the one open door. But he, he comes in the straight way. So you can have an understanding of who he is and you ain't got to have that fear. He don't climb it on the side and over the fence, breaking in. Ain't no need to when it's already his. The ones who climb in the side and break and break in. They're not, the, they're not the true shepherd. They're the ones that rob you and steal you, take from you and carry it on. False teachers, false doctrine, false religious, all that stuff. <clears throat> and when he puts forth his own sheep, he go up before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And the stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. Now, this when it's saying strangers, this don't mean uh, just necessarily Gentiles. That's not what it's talking about. It's talking about anybody that 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 that, that, that that's not of Yah. That don't know Yah's word. Yahushua's history knows his voice. Strangers ain't gonna follow. You know, it, for for a while, I would ask, you know. Um, Okay, what's going on? What what did he mean? You know his voice. I mean, I, I, I be praying, asking Yah, Yah, help me hear your voice. And then you hear some folks say, well, you know, it's a still small voice. 
And they'll tell you that, and they use that from First Kings when Jezebel wanted to kill Eliyahu. That, and, and, and when Eliyahu was talking to Yah about being just for Yah, what's going on, that has nothing to do with the voice of Yah. Because you know how we know this? Eliyahu been hearing the voice of Yah. And Yah was teaching him a lesson. So it's more than a still, small voice. It's the word of Yah. If you know Yah's Torah, you ain't going to follow a stranger. Because you know what the Torah says. But if you don't know what the Torah says, you will follow anybody. The only way you're going to be a Talmudine of Yahushua, a Talmud of Yahushua, a subject of Yahushua, you have to know his voice. You got to know from Genesis 1, verse 1, all the to the end of the book. Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, you read the entire Bible. And, you know, in just a reality, which, you know, in reality, the entire Bible, it takes a lifetime. I know you be having people saying, you know, you can read the Bible in one year. You may not be able to read the Bible in one year. You, do y'all know how long it has been taking me this time to teach the Torah? This round has been about what? It's been about five years, four years, teaching the Torah. From Genesis 1. We started teaching the Torah this round. Um, years ago, about three, four years ago. So, you know, you don't have you don't have to read the Bible, you know, in no in no in no one year the whole Bible. Now, I'm not saying you only read it every day. That's not what I'm saying. But sometimes it might take you. You need to read, you need you need to read every day. I'm not saying you don't need to read every day. I'm saying it might take you a, a, a while for one chapter. It takes me sometimes right, when we be on a chapter just teaching it and reading it, man. We can do that one, then two, three little verses for three or four hours. You know, we've been in the book of Luke for uh, since last year. We've been in the book of Luke for we only on chapter number eight. And we just got done with chapter number eight this past Thursday. And we've been teaching on chapter number eight for about a month and two months. Because the thing is, you want to learn the voice of Yah. You want to grow into him. You want to learn his word. And it takes time. You can diligently seek him. You can learn and grow. And you will know his voice so you won't be following the stranger. So you will be following every wind of doctrine. So you will be following those. You will know the truth. Most is calling us to faith. He's calling us to live for him. To really live for him. Not, not be a church goer. Not be somebody who, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. No, to really have a relationship with him, to know what he requires of you, but to also see y'all move throughout your life, to get an experience with him with these prayers you answer, with, with, with the fast, with the feast days. So you can really be covered, y'all. He'll, 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 he'll fill you with his word, and that'll be part of your conversation. We can sit here with my wife, with my children, and we can talk about the Bible all day.
That's our conversation. When stuff come up, we bring up, you know, in the Bible, you know, this right here, say the net. We base everything off of that because we want to know who what, who y'all is. And, and, and it's, anybody can do that. But it takes you to get past being lazy. Not you getting no, read, no, no book trying to say, you know, how to learn the Bible. Not you getting no commentary to see what that means. Let me explain this to you. You don't need a commentary. You don't. I don't use a commentary for none that we teach. We just use the Bible. I heard a man say a long time ago, and I disagree with him wholeheartedly, he's a liar when he said what he said. He said you need more than the Bible. If the Bible the only thing you using, you already lost. That man's a plum fool. If he, if he said it, if he hear me calling him a fool, and, and, you, and, and you know who you are, you know I'm talking to you. Now, I can say your names, but I'm trying to be, you know. So the thing here, all you need is the word of Yah. Did y'all not know that in the scripture, it commands you to precept the scripture with the scripture? The Bible tells you that. No other man can tell you Yah's intentions. Only Yah can tell you what he means by what he said. The Bible tells you it's no private interpretation. Y'all is not going to tell you something out of his word. He's not going to tell me. He's not. The Ruach HaKodesh leading and guiding all truth. If the Most High give me and you something different from a scripture, one of us he didn't give it to. Or maybe he didn't give it to both of us. Because his word means what his word. You might you might see something else in it, get a little application from a, a different understanding, but it means it means what it means. But it takes you to have a relationship with him. Like a parent when it comes down to the children. Children know what their mom and dad required them. You got some rebellious children who who, who hard hearted won't even repent to their mom and daddy for their wrong doing disobedience. But lie on their parents. And y'all gonna deal with them, but you got some children who love their mama, who love their dad, and is gonna do everything what y'all says. You got people like that, though. No, you got the devil, the devil like that. The devil lied on y'all. Right? To Eve's face. But y'all also use him to fulfill David's heart up to do a census. In first Chronicles, first, second Kings said y'all did it. Second Kings 24. First, no, second Samuel 24. And then first, uh, first Chronicles, you know, same story, but it's one of them says, Y'all did it, one of them says, Satan did it. So, y'all can use him too to get his point across. But you, 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 if you don't read y'all's word, you will never know him. It don't matter how, how much you go to church, it does not matter how, how much the pastor, the moray, whoever you want to call, the prophet sit in front of you, they can give you y'all's word, they can give you instruction. They can tell you things, but you yourself needs to know Yah's word for your own individual self. This parents picked Yahushua to them, but they understood not what things that were that they were, which he spake unto them. Then said Yahushua unto them again, Verily, verily, I said to you, I am the door of the sheep. I'm the door. The porter opens me. <laughs> the door opens. Opened. He he is the door. 
He's the access point. All that are, all that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. These Pharisees, these false teachers, these false prophets, the Sadducees, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pastor. The thief comes not but to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and they might have it more abundantly to the full. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd give his life for the sheep. But he that is in hireling and not the shepherd whose own whose own the sheep or not, see if the wolf coming and leave the sheep and flee. And the wolf catch them and scatter the sheep. Mm. The hireling, y'all, he'll see the wolf coming. And he'll leave you high and dry. If he ain't no true shepherd, the adversary. And we're going to catch you and scatter the sheep. The hireling, the hireling flee because he isn't hireling. It's his job. It ain't worth his life. I don't get paid for all this, but my pay grade. <laughs> He's going to leave you high and dry. And here you is now stuck in the game <laughs> and tow out the flame, the frame. <laughs> the howling flee because he is a howling and he and care not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and am known of mine. Man, if you don't know what the prophets say, you will miss a whole lot of stuff, Mashiach, talk about. When you listen to him talk to tell his parables, he is all in Jeremiah. He all in Isaiah, Ezekiel, Daniel, Amos. He's in all the prophets, Malachi. He's in all of them. But the thing is, if you have never taken your time to read the book, at least listen to the whole book a few times. If you have read the entire book, you will miss everything that he's saying. It'll go over your head. Because Mashiach, taught, he taught the Torah. He talked about the prophets. That's how he revealed himself to to people, even when, when he had rose from the dead on first fruits, where he was walking down to Emmaus, the Cleophas did him, and he rebuked him, called them fools and slow hard to believe. He said, in the story of Moses and all the prophets, he showed them things concerning himself. He had taken you through the scripture. And not just simply when he taught his Tabardeen, he wasn't just simply, simply showing them a chapter here, a chapter there, and a chapter over there. He was going through the entire book. He was reading it to him. He was showing it to him. He was demonstrating it. So they understood what he was talking about. Or else Peter and them couldn't teach how they was teaching. They didn't go no theology school, no seminary to learn the word of Yah. You can't go to a theology school and a seminary to learn Yah's word. No, nah, because they're not going to teach you Yah's word. They're going to teach you religion. I, I, I listened to a man talking, he said there's nobody in the in the Bible that's real. And he said that somebody was telling him about Horus, uh, the Egyptian religion 
and about the Trinity and all that stuff and Zeus and all that stuff. He is right. Christianity is not real. And it's a mimic of all those religions. The problem with this man, though, is this man was a pastor and he didn't say nothing. When I'm listening to this man talk, he's about, I rebuke you saying in the name of the brother Jesus against you. Church of God in Christ. All I heard this man say was some, some, some kind of doctrine from the church of God in Christ. He never, ever gave no true scripture on nothing. But he said that he don't believe in none no more and follow African religion because they was right about Horace. And so, so he, he created that to the Bible. When the Bible is 100% truth, the word of Yah is, and guess what? The word of Yah and what you see in these churches, what you see in Christianity is not the same. I promise you, when you read the Bible, you won't see no trinity. I promise. Now, we know 1 John 1 and 1, they don't qualify no more. We can debunk that easily. Ain't nothing in the Bible you read you're going to see in these churches. It didn't, what you call it? It didn't sense me. Made me upset when I read the Bible and realized I was lying too. There ain't nothing in the Bible to tell you you ain't got to follow the Torah. Yet, folks will argue with you up and down that the law is done away with. And they use Paul's letters because they don't know what Paul is talking about. When Apostle Paul, if you if you read the Torah, Paul is all in the Torah. That's all he teaches is the Torah. Then you'll see him bring a little tradition out. But if you read the Torah, you can see that, okay, dang. That's why you got a whole lot of folks don't understand Romans, 1st or 2nd Corinthians, uh, uh, Philippians or Colossians or Ephesians. Or Hebrews, they don't understand it because they've never just sat down and read the Torah. I ask people, I ask, ask people, have you ever read this book? Well, I read some of it, but I ain't finished it. And you've been saved for 30 years and you, and you just read some of it. Shame on you. Or they say, I read the Bible. Then I started talking to them because I read the Bible. <laughs> For real. <laughs> you know and so when I started talking to them, the Bible, they don't understand nothing. So I, I, I forgot that. I ain't read that. I don't understand that. Because Yahushua says that in the time you need it, the, 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 the rule of Hakkadesh will bring it to your remembrance. The highland flee. He's a highland and care not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and I'm known to mine. As the father knoweth me, even so I the father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have which are not of this fold. Gentiles. It ain't just talking about Judah, Israel. Remember, see. We, if you read, read, you'll see it. You don't, you don't have to handle history books on this. You read the Bible. You know when um, uh, uh, Samaria and the Northern Kingdom got taken into captivity, they got taken into captivity by Assyria, right? Babylon overcame Assyria. So now 
the northern kingdom that was in Assyria is all mixed through Babylon. So Israel, the northern kingdom, was in Babylon as well as Judah. They all was in the same captivity. And when you see the prophets prophesy, they kept prophesying to Israel and Judah, even in the captivity. Don't think because you say we Judah that Ephraim or Naphtali and Dan don't know that they're Israel. He'll wake up Judah first. Judah will leave. But he's going to wake up all the 12 tribes. And all the 12 tribes wake up to the word of Yah and return back to the covenant. If your heart is not rent, you're not back with Yah. Because you're talking about you Hebrew, you Israel, Shalom, Ark. Don't mean you awaken. Don't mean you woke. That don't mean you woke. We got we, we be trying to defeat each other, to bear with each other, to put down each other, make each other like a fool, and we just divide and split. We only come together to love each other. That's the same thing they were doing in the kings. It's house against house, and Jehoshaphat trying to be down with Ahab. Them he got in trouble for trying to be with a wicked king. His own brother who wasn't living right and still going to war. Why he got into trouble. And even Josiah died at 39 years old for helping the wicked king. You know, his heart, his heart was tender and he wouldn't see the destruction of Jerusalem. You don't support wickedness. You teach truth, you give righteousness. But we be so much, man, we don't, we don't, we hard, we so hard-headed, it's 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 pathetic. We think we already know. <laughs> As the Father knoweth me, even so I the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And none of the sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. That's, that, that's all the twelve tribes of Israel and the stranger alike. That's in the Torah. Most High has always loved the stranger. We the ones who try to reject them. Now you may now, now I, I agree. I ain't no such thing as no Gentile prophet. But it don't mean the Gentiles can't have salvation. It's just salvation just simply of the Yahudim. Israel is above the nations. We lead. We teach the word. But we love everybody. We be examples, we be leaders. Therefore, do my father love me because I laid out my life that I might take it again. No man take it from me, but I lay it down to myself. I have the power to lay it down, and I have the power to take it again. This is this commandment have I received of my father. And look at it, because he told them that truth, there was a division, therefore, again, among the Yahudim for these sins. And many of them said, he have a devil and is mad. Why hear you him? Another said, these are not the words of him that have a devil. Can a devil open the eyes of the blind? That's a double entendre right there, ain't it? And devil can't open the eyes of the blind. You find nowhere in the scripture of a wicked man open the eyes of the blind. You see them, you see them telling lies, familiar spirits. But they don't give life. <laughs> Mm -hmm. 
But you know, the ones who heard him is the ones who are his sheep, who are hearing the word of Yah. The other ones, nah, this man lying. This man tearing a field, two, three strong fields. It's going to be a day of reckoning, though, one day when most I come back. He's going to deal with you. You're going to be just like, you're going to be just like the, the man at the wedding feast. When, when he's going to say, friend, you know you was coming to the wedding? And why are you dressed like that? He said he was speechless. Y'all going to put a many, many of us in a, in, in a position that we're going to be speechless. We ain't going to know what to say because we're going to be dead to the wrong. And you're going to have him to bind your hand and foot and cast you into out of darkness. Where it's going to be weeping and gnashing the teeth all because you came, you came looking like who did what for. Ain't no such thing as come as you are. To, you, know, you got to come in the spirit of humility, humbling yourself. You're coming before a king. You better give y'all the reverence and respect to his name. He's amazing. You bow yourself down before the king, humble yourself before his presence. Not coming with a stiff neck in your pride, haughty. He'll gut you out and hang you dry. Man, he told in America he he, he gonna have doodle in his face. That's what he said. Hallelujah. First Kings 18, let's read. And it came to pass after many days, the word of Yah came to Eliyahu in the third year, saying, Go show yourself to Ahab. I said to Ahab, and I was sitting rain upon the earth. And Eliyahu went to show himself to Ahab, and there, there was a sore famine in Samaria. Samaria, the woman at the well, Samaria is where the kings of Israel had that throne. Like Judah is where the Judah had that throne. Jerusalem is the place that Yah put his name. At first it was in Shiloh. But Eli, Eli and Samuel the prophet came from. Well, Samuel was, when he was five years old, he went to, he went there to, to, to go hang over at the Hanai Wiener. But, but Elkanah then was from, what was this from? Ephraimite one. That's first Samuel one. <clears throat> and Ahab called Obadiah. Let me know where he was from. And Ahab called Obadiah, which was the governor of his house. And Obadiah feared Yah greatly. For it was so when Jezebel cut off the prophets of Yahuwah that Obadiah took a hundred prophets. Huh? Ephraim? Okay. And hid them by fifty in the cave and fed them with bread and water. And Ahab said to Obadiah, go into the land unto all the fountains of water and to all the brooks period eventually we may find grass to save the horses and mules alive that we lose not all the beasts. So they divided the land between them to pass throughout it. Ahab went one way by himself and Obadiah went another way by himself. And when Obadiah was in the way, behold, Eliyahu met him and he knew him and fell on his face and said, Art thou that my master Eliyahu? And he answered him, I am. Go tell thy master, behold, Eliyahu was here. And he said, what, what? Have I seen that thou wouldest deliver thy servant to the hand of Ahab to slay me? As Yah, your mighty one, liveth, there is no nation or kingdom where my master have not sent to seek thee. And when they said he is not there, he took an oath of that of the kingdom and nation that they found thee not. And now thou sayest, go tell thy, thy Lord, behold, Eliyahu is here. And it shall come to pass, as soon as I am gone from thee, and the spirit of Yah shall carry you whether, whether I know not. 
And so when I come and tell Ahab and he cannot find find thee, he shall slay me. But I, thy servant, feared Yahuwah for my youth. Was it not told, my, my Lord, what I did when Jezebel slew the prophets of Yahuwah, how I hid a hundred men of Yahuwah's prophets and fifty in the cave and fed them with bread and water? And now, says thou, go tell thy Lord, behold, Eliyahu is here, and he shall slay me. And Yahu said, As Yahuwah of hosts liveth, before whom I stand, I will surely show myself unto him today. So Abadiah went to meet Ahab and told him, and Ahab went to meet Eliyahu. And it came to pass when Ahab saw Eliyahu, that he said to him, Art thou he that troubled Israel? He answered, I have not troubled Israel, but thou and thy father's house, in that you have forsaken the commandments of Yah and have followed Balin. Now therefore send and gather to me all Israel unto Mount Carmel and the prophets of Baal, 450, and the prophets of the groves, 400, which eat at Jezebel's table. So Ahab sent unto all the children of Israel and gathered the prophets together unto Mount Carmel. And, El and Eliyahu came unto all the people and said, How long halt ye between two opinions? If Yahuwah be Elohim, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him not a word. Because you know why? They didn't know. And Jeroboam said, boy, was, was Adam one. Then said Eliyahu to the people, I, even I, only remain the prophet of Yah. But Baal's prophets are 450 men. Let them therefore give us two bullocks and let them choose one bullock for themselves and cut and cut it in, in pieces and lay it on, the, on, on wood and put no fire under. And I would dress the other bullock and lay, and lay it on the wood and put no fire under. And call, and call ye on the name of your gods. And I will call on the name of Yahuwah. And, 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 and the mighty one that answered by fire, let him be the mighty one, the power. And all the people answered and said, It is well spoken. And Eliyahu said unto the prophets of Baal, Choose you one bullock for yourselves and dress it, and, and dress it first. For you are many, and call on the name of your gods, but put no fire under. And they took the bullock, which was given them, and they dressed it, and called on the name of Baal from morning unto noon, saying, ba ba saying O Baal, hear us. But there was no voice, nor, nor any of that answer. And they leaped upon the altar which was made. And it came to pass at noon that Eliyahu mocked them and said, Cry aloud, for he is a God. Either he is talking, or he is pursuing, or he's on a journey, or period bitches, he's sleeping and must be awake. And they cried aloud and cut to themselves after their manner with knives and lances till the blood gushed out upon them. And it, and, and it came to pass when midday was passed, and they prophesied until the time of the offering and of the eating sacrifice that there was neither voice nor to answer nor any that regarded. Eliyahu said to all the people, come near unto me. And all the people came near unto him. And he repaired the altar of Yah that was broken down. And Eliyahu took 12 stones according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob, unto whom the word of Yah came, saying, Israel shall be thy name. <clears throat> and when the stones he built, and, and, and with the stones, he built an altar in the name of Yah, 
and made a trench about the altar as great as would contain two measures of seed. And he put the wood in order and cut the bullock in pieces and laid him on the wood and said, fill four barrels of wood with water and pour it on the burnt sacrifice and on the wood. And he said, do it, do it the second time. And they did it the second time. And he said, do it the third time. And they did it the third time. And the water ran, and the water ran round about the altar and filled the trench also with water. And it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Eliyahu the prophet came near and said, Yahuwah, Elohim of Abraham, Yeshak, and of Yasharal, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel, and that I am thy servant, and I have done all these things at thy word. Hear me, O Yahuwah, hear me, that this people may know that thou art Yahuwah, Elohim, and that thou hast turned their hearts, their heart back again. And the fire of Yah fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust and licked up the water that was in the trench. Man, look here, what? And when all the people saw, saw it, they fell on their faces and they said, Yahuwah, he is God. Yahuwah, he is God. He is the power, baby. Eliyahu said to them, take the prophets of Baal. Let not one of them escape. And they took them. Eliyahu brought them down to the brook of Kishon and slew them there. Eliyahu said unto Ahab, get thee up and eat. And drink, for this is a, there's a sound of abundance of rain. So Ahab went up to eat and to drink, and Eliyahu went up to the top of Carmel, and he cast himself down upon the earth and put his face between his knees, and said to his servant, Go up now, look toward the sea. And he went and looked and said, There is nothing. And he said, Go again seven times. And it came to pass at the seventh time that he said, Behold, there ariseth a little cloud out of the sea like a man's hand. And he said, go up, say unto Ahab, prepare thy chariot and get thee down, that the rain stop thee not. And it came to pass in the, mean, in the meanwhile that the heaven was black with clouds and wind, and wind, and there was a great rain. And Ahab rode and went to Jezreel. Jezreel. And the hand of Yahweh was on Eliyahu, and he girded up his loins and ran before Ahab to the interest of Jezreel. Look here. Uh, uh, Ahab ran faster than Hussein Bolt, didn't he? Ahab was on the, Ahab was on the chariot. Sure, Ahab was gone. Man, look at him. <laughs> Come on, in the building, cheering. Now look, many days, many days that passed. And y'all told him, go, go tell Ahab from the sin rain upon the earth. Y'all finna bring judgment. Now, what's amazing is that in the process of even that drought, how y'all pro pro provided for the prophet and how y'all provided for the one that had faith. Unfortunately, Israel had no faith and Israel was hard-hearted. And so y'all couldn't even provide for them. So they suffered and lost many things in the drought. How do I know this? Because nobody had no respect for Eliyahu. Not, 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 not Ahab, and not the people, not all of them. 
even Yahusha said something that was that was heavy when he came back in Luke four after he just got finished being tempted of the adversary, and he and then he came back and he goes to the synagogue, and he um and he and he opened he opened the uh the um the book of Eliyahu. No, excuse me, the book of Isaiah's Yeshayahu. He said he came to the Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as, he, and as his custom, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for the read. And there was delivered to him the book of the prophet Isaiah. So Isaiah, this is Isaiah, this is the Greek word. Everything in Greek would have been having that S on it. Isaiah, Yeshayahu, Yeshayahu, actually. But it's, it's Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. The spirit of Yah is upon me because he have anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He have sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and of the covenant of the sight to set at liberty them that are bruised. And to preach the acceptable year of Yah. And he closed the book and gave it again to the minister and sat down and the eyes of all of them that were filled in the synagogue fastened on him. Now here's what I'm saying when he closed the book. Because he hadn't done this to say or something. That's a lie. That's a period lie from the period of here. Fact of the matter is that when he when, when you in that time when you begin to read that, they already have an understanding of what the prophet is saying. Because they they know it's about the Messiah. That's why they was looking at him when he said what he said. He had just read the Bible and told them that he was the Messiah. Because that's what that's what that's what the Messiah. Messiah do. That's why it says this. And, they, and he began to say to them, this day is this scripture fulfill your ears and all that bear him witness and wonder at the gracious words which proceeded out of his out of his mouth and they say it's not this Joseph's son. So that, that, that clearly shows you they understood exactly what he was talking about. Mm. And said this is this Joseph's son because he was telling them that, that he was a Mashiach, and, and, and they were, and by them saying, Is this Joseph's son? It said, Ain't this boy from, from up here in Naphtali? Because they didn't know that Joseph was of, a, was of the house of David. They didn't believe him. The hard headness of Israel. And he said unto them, You will surely say unto me this proverb Physician, Heal thyself. Whatsoever we have heard done in Capernaum, do also here in thy country. Then he go, and he said, Verily I said to you, no prophet is accepted in his own country. But I tell you the truth, many widows were in Israel in the days of Eliyahu. This is Elias, but it's talking about Eliyahu. When the heaven was shut up three years and six months. When great famine was throughout all the land, but unto none of them was Eliyahu sent, save unto Zarephath, or this is he said, Sopatha, but it's Zarephath, a city of Zidon. But this, this is just the Greek again, Zarephath. And this right here is Zidonia. Says Sidon with the S right there, but it's in, 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 in First Kings it's a Z. Unto a woman that was a widow, and the woman that was a widow. Is there a fact was a Gentile woman? And the thing that's so sad is nobody had the mindset to be obedient to Yah 
to get past their circumstances to trust Yah's prophet except for a Gentile. So Yah provided for the Gentile and he provided for Eliyahu in a time of drought. That's the truth. Right here. He, he, predicts, he predicts, predicts a drought. He goes to the widow of Zarephath. Zarephath belonged to Zidonians, not Israel. Zarephath, place in Palestine, Palestine. Zidonian. The name of the son of Canaan. Gentile. That's what that person named that there. Now, understand that. And she had the faith. She had the faith so much that regardless of her condition or what she was dealing with, she was willing to listen to the prophet. So Yah tells Eliyahu, I command the widow of Zarephath to sustain you. Go ahead and go down there. And so when he arose, he see this woman. It was her heart was open to the word of Yah. Whereas our hearts be hard. Our hearts is hard. It was a heart that y'all had already prepared. So when y'all says that I've commanded this woman to take care of you, to sustain you there. So he arose with the Zarephath, and when he came to the gate of the city, behold, a the widow woman was there gathering sticks, and he called to her and said, fetch me, fetch me, I pray you, a little water in the vessel. That I may drink because he looked thirsty, probably, you know, from his walk. At the same time, he already heard what Yah said. He had enough faith to speak to her based on what was spoken to him. And she had enough faith to believe what he said based on how Yah had already prepared her heart. So her heart was thinking above her situation. So when he called her and asked her to fish him a little water, she went to go get it. And as she was going, she ain't questioned it. She said, well, who are you? What's your name? Who are you supposed to be? I'm supposed to get you something to drink. I don't know you. She said none of those things. She just went to start going doing. And as she was going to fetch it, he called her and said, hey, bring me, I pray thee, a little morsel of bread in your hand. And she said, as Yahuwah, your mighty one little, I have not a cake, but a little handful of meal in the barrel, and a little, a little oil in the cruise, and behold, I'm gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son that we may eat and die. And Yahuwah said to her, fear not. Go and do as thou hast said, but make me thereof a little cake first and bring it unto me and after, and after make, thee, make for thee and for thy son. Now he just experienced the word of Yah come to pass. Why? For her bringing the cake to him first. Because Yah had already told him, I got her to take care of you. So you already going there with the expectation of getting ready to eat. So he had faith in Yah. And guess what? She did too. For thus says Yahuwah, Abraham of Israel, the barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail. Until the day that Yahuwah sent a rain upon the earth, and she went and did according to the sin of Eliyahu. She didn't question it, she just went and did it. And, and they ate many days through her obedience as a Gentile woman. But Israel hard headed. So in the drought, they had 
in the drought, they couldn't find the prophet. So in the drought, because they had no honor and they, their hearts were hard, they couldn't even get a word from Yah. So when so when Eliyahu was asking, when and, 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 excuse me, when Ahab they was asking, trying to find Eliyahu, they couldn't find him nowhere. And they went to other tribes, other nations, and was asking and was saying, "Hey!" And they made them people of that nation swear an oath that they couldn't find the prophet. Why? Because this prophet had already spoke and said, "Ain't no rain gonna transpire." And y'all hid, hid him. And so guess what? When you had no prophet around and you and you living in sin, you ain't got no word from y'all. You got to encounter a hardship. You got to encounter the drought. You got to encounter the famine all because your disobedience or your disbelief. Because you know, like Mashiach just said, a prophet's down under in his own country. We tell you something y'all told me to tell you and you don't want to hear nothing that's being said. So I tell you what this is, you want to so reject the word of Yah and you don't want to pitch to it, we're going to let you get a little thirsty real quick. This is how Obadiah, and Obadiah love Yah. He hid the truth. He hid a hundred prophets in this cave and a hundred prophets in another cave. And he was taking care of them. Yah had them hid in the cave. Well, none of them coming back prophesying. So when, when, when Eliyahu come, he was astonished. He feared, man, wait a minute, now hold on, wait a minute. You want me to go tell Ahab that you here? Man, we've been looking everywhere for you. We couldn't find you nowhere. If I go over there, man, and tell Ahab you here, he gonna kill me. Especially when he come look for you and you ain't around here. Man, I, if I tell him then that he come look for you and you ain't here, he gonna, he, gonna, he gonna kill me. And who to say as soon as I'm going, y'all ain't gonna move you somewhere else. He said, I ain't going nowhere. Tell him to come on over here and holler at me. That's what he did. And he told him why the trouble Israel up. Because you know, you, you, let, me, let, me, let me explain something y'all. That, that, that's the thing that's, that's amazing, is that we, 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 put the, we put the blame on the wrong folk. Well, Ahab come to Elijah, and it came to pass. He said, and, and, and you that troubled Israel? He said, no, I have not troubled Israel, but you, thou, thou and your father's house, and that you have forsaken the commandments of Yah that thou hast allowed Baalim. They are in a drought at their father's house because of their own disobedience. And so, that's in the Torah. How you gonna have famines on the land and how things are gonna transpire because of your disobedience. So it ain't the prophet. The, 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 the thing about it is the prophet spoke the judgment from Yah on Israel because Israel was just so hard-hearted, they didn't want to hear the prophet. And you know, I tell you one thing though, that when you don't want to hear Yah's word, it's a drought. It's not only a drought in the natural, it's a drought in your spirit. You have no breakthrough. Things begin to die in famine and drought. No matter how much you want to scare it, you're going to still lose. So, so, so it ain't the prophet, it ain't the word of Yah that's the trouble of Israel. It's Israel's own trouble. Israel don't believe the prophet. Israel don't believe the word of Yah. 
Now, Yahusha ain't did nothing to these folks to make these folks not like him. He tells them he, 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 he's Mashiach. They looking at him with the Christian words. Man, this is Joseph's son. He said, you're going to say this proverb. Position, heal yourself. Do what you did in Capernaum. But I tell you, a prophet is without honor in his own country. You so hard-hearted that when the word of y'all come before you, you can't even take heed to it. You want you want to you want to uh you want you want you 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 want to do something to you want you 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 want to do something you want to do something to the prophet. Let's go to um. Let's go to Matthew. 22, I think that might, 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 might be the one we're looking for the other day. The pro you know, and, 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 and the thing that's so heavy is that when the prophets come to you to tell you something of, of, of some good news to give you some deliverance, you will rather kill them. Think about that of somebody being killed for telling you to come to a feast my dad is prepared for you. That's how hard our hearts is. And Yahushua answered and spoke to them again by parables and said, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a certain king which made a marriage for his son and sent for his servants to call them that were bidden to the wedding. And they would not come. Again, he said, for other servants, these are prophets. The first time they went, nobody would even hear them. This is a king. <laughs> Again, he said, for other servants, saying, tell them that I've been, behold, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen and my fat and are killed, and all things are ready to come into the marriage. But they made light of it. And with their ways, one to his farm, another to his merchandise. And a remnant took the servant, took his service, and entreated them spitefully and slew them. That's the prophets. And when the king heard thereof, he was wroth, and he sent forth his armies and destroyed those cities, those murderers, and burned up their cities. Then said he to his servants, "The wedding is ready, but they which are bidden were not worthy." It's Israel. The king is Yah. His servants are the prophets. The one who has been is us. So go you therefore to the highways and as many as you shall find, bid to the marriage. So the servants went out into the highways and gathered together all as many as they found, both bad and good, and the wedding was furnished with gifts, those who had the faith. And when the king came in to see the guests, he saw there was a man which had not owned a wedding garment. I guess that's the man that came as he was. <laughs> came with no respect. Understood he was going to the wedding, but didn't put on the right proper clothes. What didn't have a full armor on our record. And he said to him, friend, how came this guy here without having a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then the king said, then, then said the king to the servants, bind him hand and foot and take him away. And cast that out of darkness where there is weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. Now, so you call, what shows you chosen is your obedience. 
You ain't just talking about no preachers. This time I'm coming to the wedding feast. This time I'm coming to the word of Yah. Return back to the covenant. The marriage, come on now. He's talking to you, but you ain't in the prophets yet. When he said this marriage, he's talking about come to this covenant. Come experience and be a part of this covenant. But the fact of the matter is, if we get mad, we will tell you about the covenant. You want to kill, you don't want to return to it. Most high boy, I'm trying to look here. He ain't playing no games. It's us who playing. Like, like Craig told Smokey when Big Worm was going to get ready to get it. You know, my, they ain't one person in the hood. Like that. Oh, my friend, it's you. <laughs> you playing. Worm ain't playing. The thing you know, they walking. Die by. Big Worm, them shooting at them. Over $200 a weed. Smokey gets kept smoking that weed. Many of, many of y'all like Smokey. You think Big Worm, I mean, Big Worm is playing with you. And you over there. Looking crazy. <laughs> that's for y'all. That's from the movie Friday back in the nineteen hundreds. For those of y'all who don't know, <laughs> but that, but that's um. So Eliyahu tell him, look here. Now you don't want to trouble Israel. Now therefore sin and gather to me all the Israel unto Mount Carmel and the prophets of Baal. Bring Israel to the top of the, all everybody in Israel. Bring all of Israel. Call them on out here. To Mount Carmel and the prophets of Baal. Y'all gonna start seeing these Christian pastors. Y'all already start seeing them in COVID 19 dying. One scared, and a lot of them started dying. Church of God of Christ, especially, because they're not real. They had no faith. You're gonna still you're gonna start seeing a lot of these religious and, and, and people and Christians begin to be exposed, and you're gonna start seeing what they say that you fail. Their words gonna fail. And you're gonna start seeing y'all speak up. But the thing about it is that many of y'all hard hearts, you're gonna be you, you're gonna be one of them prophets that's gonna be caught up in, up in the in the mix and meet your demise. Because you still trying to hang on to something that you know ain't real. Yeah. Now, therefore, send to me and gather all Israel from out. Yeah, the most high gonna keep his word. His word stands. This ain't no different in the day's time. I'll show it to you in a second. Send and gather me all Israel unto the unto Mount Carmel and the prophets of Baal, 450, and the prophets of the groves, 400, and eat which eat at Jezebel's table. These these prophets. These false prophets, you know, the false prophets get treated good. They, they, they're the ones who tell you in this 14 minutes, 47 seconds, y'all can make sure a new house, a new car. They're the ones that tell you things you want to hear. They're the ones that tell you when the most I keep saying get right and he send you uh, uh, different instructions. You're the one going to say, look here, in two, four years, he's going to break the cap, break you from Babylon and you're going to take the yoke off of I, I, Jeremiah's neck and break it. Because you can't hear, handle your disobedience gonna lead you to a place of captivity and it's gonna be hard for you. You can't take that. So you read to yourself, give yourself teaching because your ears itch. Y'all say in the last day, they won't be able to endure sound doctrine. They won't be able to, you won't, most folks won't be able to endure y'all's toil. Because these folks are gonna be saying some things that you just simply don't wanna hear. So you're going to be seduced. 
with nursery rhymes and fables. So Ahab sent all the children unto all the children of Israel and gathered the prophets together to Mount Carmel. And Eliyahu came and said, how long will you hold between two opinions? How are y'all going to continue to be indecisive and hold between two opinions? If y'all be the mighty one, follow him. But if all, then follow him. The people can say nothing. You know, they know who y'all were. They didn't even know y'all. Couldn't make a decision. They didn't know if y'all was the mighty one or Baal. You know how terrible that is? To not know what's what and who's who. To not know the mighty one. And then Eliyahu said to the people, I, even I, remain only a prophet of Yah. They will tell Yah, I'm jealous for you, you know. I'm the only one left. You ain't the only one left. You think Yah's in destruction. Sometimes Yah come through the calm and call us people. We read that in a minute. The still small voice. When you don't find him in the tornado or the whirlwinds. Then said Eliyahu to the people, I, even I, only remain a prophet of Yah, but by all prophets are 450 men. Let them therefore give two bullocks. Now they, they, they get this. This I want to get to. I've seen us do this. Even in these church folks be on there. God, God, oh God, pull your shoes off, walk the ground. Let's have a shut in. Oh, we need God to move. And you still wind up losing the the building. Grandma Moses still died. None of you prayed about crying. And you still don't get a result or response from y'all. They did the same thing that we do today. All thing they don't do is cut themselves. What some of them do. I'll be trying, I, I'll be tripping off how folks can say they follow the cradium when the cradium be doggone getting tattoos. Well, Torah said don't do it. <laughs> and they took the bullock which, which was given him to dress it and called on, on the name of Baal from morning until evening, until, until noon, saying, Baal, oh, Baal, oh, Baal, hear us, but no voice. There was no voice, no any of that answer, and they leaped upon the altar, which is they got on the altar, oh, Baal, Baal, Baal. And the king said, noon, and I just mocked him. Cry loud, get a little louder, y'all. Get a little louder. Cry loud. Well, he is a God. He may be talking to somebody. You need to get his attention. Or, 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 or he, he probably pursuing something. Or maybe on a journey. He might be asleep. You need to wake him up. They cry, oh, oh. Cutting <laughs> they say blood gushing out. Oh, help us. Oh, help us. Oh, 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 o
cut next year and still nothing. Because you ain't got, because you know why? That's unseemly. Most high got too much intelligence. You ain't got to do all that. They cut us up crying. And, but, but hold on, though. And prophesying, though. And it came to pass with me and they were, were now, now he ain't he ain't showed up and spoke or responded, but look at this. And it came to pass when me and they was passed, they prophesied. They, 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 they talking from him, but can't hear him. <laughs> and that, that meat over there still on the altar with no fire to it. Well, they prophesying though. Until the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice. Thus says Baal, Kundadoshaba Baha, Kundadaday. I'm telling you, look here, no, no, He gonna get it. We gonna whoop this. Look here, ain't none of they saying the truth, neither. Yeah, y'all ain't learned yet. Many of us still haven't learned. There was either voice nor any to answer, nor any that regarded. And Eliyahu said unto all the people, Come near unto me. And all the people came near, and he repaired the altar of Yah that was broken down. He didn't even put this on their altar, he put it on Yah. He took 12 stones according to the tribe number of tribes of Israel, the, uh, the tribes of the son of Jacob, unto whom the word of Yah came, saying, Israel shall be my name, thy name. And the stones he built an altar in the name of Yah and made a trench. The altar, look, he'll put water all on it and it's just simply just say something simple. Hear me, O Yahuwah, hear me that his people may know that thou art Yahuwah, your the mighty one, and that thou hast turned their hearts back. Then the fire fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust and licked up the water in the trench. The, the water that answered by fire. And he just spoke to him. And, and the people was afraid. It freaked him out. So now, y'all see his reign. Y'all proves himself by his prophet. There wasn't going to be no more rain. And then provide for the prophet. Came back, proved that he was y'all and sent rain. Based all on his word. None the prophets of Baal could do. All these prophets in the land. And none they saying or doing coming to pass. And yet still we believe them. <laughs> but and they have told Jezebel all that Eliyahu had done. And with now listen, Eliyahu killed these prophets. Eliyahu turned the folks back to Torah because see they they had they they had they had to kill the prophet according to Deuteronomy thirteen. These prophets and dreamers of dreams had y'all going out to other gods, and when you and when you find out. That they, that they was not the truth. You won't, it says, and thus thou shalt consent not unto him, nor hearken unto him, neither shall I pity him, neither shall I spare, neither shall I conceal him, 
for thou shalt surely kill him. Thine hand shall be first of all to put him to death, and afterwards the hand of all the people. You hear Eliyahu by himself standing up there, and you hear 450 prophets about and another 400 prophets that sit at Jezebel's table, and it's 850 prophets that died as one prophet of Yah that had his life on the line. But the false prophets was exposed, man, had to die, and they had to die by the hands of all the people. Man. <laughs> and thou shalt stone him with stones that he died because he sought to thrust thee away from Yahuwah, your mighty one, which brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. And this was what was should have happened. And now Israel shall hear and fear and do no more any such wickedness as that is among you. When Yah proves himself, he will to turn from wickedness. We turn from the unrighteous, turn from the sin. It, because these men are not true prophets. Even what they even what they say came to pass. Or we can use Deuteronomy 18. And I and 19, and, and, it, and it shall come to pass that whoso will not hearken to my words, which which you speak of my name, I required of him. When so Eliyahu, who went into his words, y'all got required of. But the prophet that which shall presume to speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak, or that shall speak in the name of other gods, even that prophet shall die. And if thou and if thou say in thine heart, how should we know? The word which Yahuwah have spoken when the prophet speaking the name Yah. If the thing follow not nor come to pass, that is the thing which Yahuwah have not spoken, but the prophet have spoken presumptuously, thou shalt not be, not be afraid. Them folks crying, crying, cutting themselves and prophesying, nothing came to pass. But when Eliyahu spoke, it happened right then. But you know what's so sad? We'll see an event like this. We'll hear of it. But if we don't know Yah's word, if we don't have that Torah in our hearts, we still go back to the same thing like a dog returned to his vomit. All we do is get a great Benny Hinn show. Because it's more than just what they're saying. It's also the actions. It's also what's being done. And they have told Jezebel all that Eliyahu had done and with all how he had slain all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a message unto Eliyahu saying, so that the gods do to me and more also if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. And when he saw that, he arose and went for his life and came to Beersheba that belonged to Judah and left his service there. Now he wouldn't have said escape in the, situ in the situation. He just escaped for his life so he wouldn't die. No coward in him at all. I'll tell you. I was like, man, they lied to Elijah was scared. Mm. He was jealous for he was jealous for y'all. If he was scared, 
he wouldn't do what he did on that mountain, in Mount Karma. If he was scared, he would never care back what we spoke about Naboth. He wasn't scared at all. He feared, he, he went for his life because she was going, she wanted to kill him. He just got out of Dodge. He was bold. They called fire down from heaven. Come on now. To on the prophet. And when he saw that he arose and went for his life and came to Bathsheba and belonged to Judah and, and, and left his servant there, but he himself went a day's journey to the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree and requested for himself that he might die. And said, it is, it is enough now, O Yahuwah. Take away my life, for I am not better than my father's. And as he lay and slept under a juniper tree, behold, then an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. And he looked, and behold, there was a cake baking on the coals and a cruise in a cruise of water at his head. And he did eat and drink and lay him down again. And the angel of Yah came again the second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat, because the journey is too great for thee. And he arose and did eat. And drink, did eat and drink, and went in the strength of that meat forty days and forty nights unto Horeb, the Mount of Elohim. So Eliyahu is it's, it's only three men in the Bible that you've seen fast for forty days. There was Moses, Eliyahu, and Yahushua. The Torah, the prophets, and Mashiach. <laughs> that's that's heavy. And on the Torah, Moses, Moses passed twice for 40 days. Um, and it came to pass, excuse me, he came did unto a cave and lodged there, and behold, the word of Yah came to him, and he said unto him, What doest thou here, Eliyahu? And he said, I have been very jealous, jealous for Yahuwah, Elohim of hosts, for the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, thrown down thine altars, and slain thy prophets with the sword. And I, even I alone, and left, and they seek my life to take it away. And he said, Go forth and stand on the mount, upon the mount, before Yah. And behold, Yahuwah passed by, and a great strong wind rent the mountains, and break into pieces the rocks before Yah, but Yahuwah was not in the wind. And afterward, after the wind and earthquake, but Yahuwah was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. But Yahuwah was not in the fire. After the fire, a still small voice. And it, and it was so. And it, and, it, and it was so. When Eliyahu heard it, he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. And behold, there came a voice unto him and said, What, what doest thou here, Eliyahu? He asked him again. And he said, I have been very jealous, jealous for Yahuwah, Elohim, a host. Because the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, thrown down thine altars, and slain thy prophets with the sword. And I, even I alone, only am left, and they seek my life to take it away. And Yahuwah said to him, Go, return on thy way to the wilderness of Damascus. When thou comest, anoint Hazael to be king over Syria. And Jehu, the son of Nimshi, shall thou anoint to be king over Israel. And Elisha, El El the, the son of Shaphat, of, of Abel, Abel Meholah shall not shall thou anoint to be prophet in thy room. He's gonna serve him. And it shall come to pass that 
he that escaped the sword of Hazael shall Jehu slay. And him that escaped from the sword of Jehu shall Eliyahu slay. Yet I have left me 7,000 in Israel, all the knees which have not bowed unto Baal, and every mouth that have not kissed him. I got 7,000 more. 7,000 prophets that ain't did, that ain't bowed to me. You alone ain't left. And y'all showed him his power through the, through the world, through the wind, through, through, through the, uh, the tornado and the fire. Then he spoke to him in a voice. Eliyahu was, he thought he was the only one left. Eliyahu wasn't running for it like he was scared. He was hurt because of how all Israel was. And even though Yah being Yahu Yah was to prove it himself, they still want to kill him. They don't want to follow Yah. And Eliyahu had a problem with that. That's the problem. So he departed this and found Elisha, the son of Shaphat, who was plowing with 12 yoke of oxen before him. And he, and, and he with the 12th, and Eliyahu passed by him and cast his mantle upon him. And he left the oxen and ran after Eliyahu and said, Let me, I pray thee, kiss my father and my mother, and then I will follow thee. And he said to him, Go back again, for what have I done unto thee? And he returned back from him and took a yoke of oxen and slew them and bore their flesh with the instruments of, of the oxen and gave unto the people, and they did eat. Then he arose and went after Eliyahu and minister unto, unto him. Now, now he served him. But now, did, did y'all see that? He was plowing. This is a man now. Plowing with 12 yoke of oxen. I mean, he had 12 oxen he walking down there plowing with. That's a strong man. That's a man of power. And he walking around, he plowing with 12 yoke. And the most high call him to be the prophet. One more chapter, y'all, that we're gonna we're gonna end for the day. And Ben Hadad, the king of Syria, gathered all this host together, and there were 30 and two kings with him, and horses and chariots, and he went up and besieged Samaria and warred against it. Again, Samaria is where the king of, of the northern kingdom of Israel reigned. And he sent messengers to Ahab, king of Israel, to the city. And said to him, Thus says Ben Hadad, Thy silver and thy gold is mine. Then he tell you, Your wife, your silver, your gold is mine. Thy wives also and thy children, even the goodliest, are mine. And the king of Israel answered and said, My lord, O king, according to thy saying, I am thine and all that I have. And the messengers came again and said, Thus speak of Ben Hadad, saying, Although I have said unto you, unto thee, saying that thou shalt live with me thy silver and thy gold and thy wives and thy children. Yet I will send my service unto, unto thee tomorrow about this time. And they shall search thine house and the house of your service, and it shall be that whatsoever is present in, my, in thine eyes, they shall put it in their hands and take it away. This man from broken war with Ahab. Then the king of Israel called all the elders of the land and said, Mark, I pray you, and see how this man seek of mischief. For he said unto, unto, unto me for my wives and for my children and for my silver and for my gold, and I deny him not. And all the elders and all the people did, excuse me, said unto him, hearken not unto him, nor consent. Wherefore he said unto the messengers of Ben-Hadad, tell my lord the king all that thou, that thou didst 
sin for for uh, for, for, for to thy servant at the first thing I would do. But this thing I may not do. And the message departed and brought him word again. And being her daughter sent unto him and said, The gods do do so to me, and more also, if the dust of Samaria shall suffice for handfuls for all the people that follow me. And the king of Israel answered and said, Tell me, tell him, let him that girdeth on the harness boast himself as he that putteth it off. And it came to pass when Ben-Hadad heard this message, as he was drinking, he and his kings and the kings in the pavilions, he said to his servants, set yourselves in array, and and and, and they set themselves in the record to see this man had this man had 32 kings with him. He had 32 kings. That means you had 32 nations coming against Israel. And they had to do. And behold, there came a prophet unto Ahab, king of Israel, saying, Thus says Yahuwah, hast thou seen all this great multitude? Behold, I will deliver it into thine hand this day, and thou shalt know that I am Yahuwah. And Ahab said, By whom? And he said, Thus says Yahuwah, even by the young men of the princes of the prophets. Then he said, Who shall order the battle? He said, And he answered, You, thou. And, they, and then he numbered the young men of the princes of the providences, and, that, and, and they were 232. And after him, he numbered all the people, even all the children of Israel, being 7,000. And, 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 and they went out at noon, but Ben Hadad was drinking himself drunk in the pavilions, he and the kings, and 32 kings to help him. You know, he was, you know, you know, he was drinking himself drunk, too much pride. He thought he had because they had a whole bunch of them. They haven't had a number 7,400, what, what? He had, he had 7,700 folks, 7,732 people. He had, he had, he had um, what, 232 uh, uh, princes with him and 7,000 of all Israel to go fight with. That's how the devil do when he, when he get beside himself. He get prideful, thinking he got you. And the young men and, and the prince of the provinces went out first. Then Ben Hadad sent out, and they told him, saying, "These men are coming out of Samaria." And he said, "And, and he said, uh, whether whether they, they be come out for peace, take them alive, or whether they come for war, take them alive." So these young men of the princes and the provinces came came out of the city, and the army which followed them, and they slew every one his man. And the Syrians fled, and Israel pursued them. And being Hadad, the king of Syria, escaped on a horse with the horsemen, and the king and the king of Israel went out and smote the horses and chariots and slew the Syrians with a great slaughter. And the prophet came to the king of Israel and said unto him, Go, strengthen thy stiff and mark, and see what thou doest. For the for at the return of the year, the king of Syria will come up against thee. And and the servants of the king of Syria said to him, Their gods are gods of hills. Therefore they were slight. They, therefore, they were stronger than we. But let us fight against them in the plain, and surely we'll be stronger than they. And do this thing. Take the kings away, every man out of his place, and put captains in their rooms. And number thee an army, like the army thou hast lost, horse for horse, chariot for chariot, and we will fight against them in the plain. And surely we will be stronger than they. And they hearkened unto the voice and did so. Man. 
And it came to pass at the return of the year that Ben-Hadad numbered the Syrians and went up to Aphek to fight against Israel. And the children of Israel were numbered and were all present and went again against them. And the children of Israel pitched before them like two little flocks of kids, but the Syrians fled the country. And there came a man of God and spake unto the king of Israel and said, Thus says Yahuwah, because the Syrians have said, Yahuwah is God of the hills, but he is not God of the valleys. Therefore, will I deliver all this great multitude into thy hand, and you shall know that I am Yahuwah. And they pitched one over against one over against the other, the other seven days. And it was so that in the seventh day the battle was joined, and the children of Israel slew the Syrians a hundred thousand footmen in one day. Goodness gracious. But the rest fled to Aphek into the city, and there was a, and there a wall fell upon twenty and seven thousand of the men that were left. And Ben Hadad fled and came into the city into the inner chamber. You know, but one thing I, I can say though. Is that man went when the most I give you the opportunity to defeat the adversary and get him out of here? That's what you should do. But many of us, we'll we'll, we'll compromise. We'll, we'll we'll get in pride. We'll think we got it. We we'll, 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 what we'll do what's so sad about us is we'll pity the adversary, but we'll kill the prophet. We'll kill the one that's trying to help us. We'll kill the ones that's trying to give us the word. But the ones who mean us no good, we'll sit there and have mercy on them. The ones trying to lead us astray. Who, on the other hand, will try to return and kill us? And his servant said unto him, Behold, now we have heard that the kings of the house of Israel are merciful kings. Let us, I pray thee, put sackcloth on our loins and roast upon our heads and go out to the king of Israel, period, bitch, he will save thy life. They girded sackcloth on their loins and put ropes on their heads and came to the king of Israel and said, Thy servant Ben Hadad saith, I pray thee, let me live. And, and he said, Is he yet alive? He is my brother. Whoa, wait a minute now. How he your brother? Their God, they're using their gods to fight against you. Are you sparing it? Well, that ain't nothing new to that because they also used their God to fight against y'all and they lost. But he's sparing them. I'm talking about Ahab never used prophets of Baal. Jezebel to fight against y'all. But Eliyahu. He called this man his brother when the man came with all them kings to get ready to kill him. Take everything from him. Now the men did diligently observe whether anything would come from him. And they did hastily catch it. And they said, Thy brother Ben Hadad. Then he said, Go, you bring him. Then Ben Hadad came forth to him and caused him to come into his chariot. And Ben Hadad said to him, The cities which my father took from thy father, I will restore it. And thou shalt make streets for thee in Damascus, as my father made in Samaria. Then said Ahab, I will send thee away with this covenant. So he made a covenant with him. And sent him away. And a man, Elohim, look at this now. Did I told you? Also, you gonna see this, but look also when you don't believe what the prophet do, how y'all deal with you. Did <coughs> the lion eat you up? And a certain man of the sons of the prophet said unto his neighbor, in the word of Yah, smite me, I pray thee. And the man refused to smite him. Then said, "This is a prophet talking to him." <laughs> Then said he unto, unto him, Because thou hast not obeyed the voice of Yah, 
Behold, as soon as thou art departed from me, a lion shall slay thee. And as soon as he departed from him, a lion found him and slew him. Then he found another man and said, Smite me, I pray thee. A man, and the man smote him. So, so in smiting him, he wounded him. So the prophet departed and waited for the king by the way, and disguised himself with ashes upon his face. As the king passed by, he cried to the king and said, Thy servant went out into the midst of, of, of the battle, and behold, a man turned aside and brought a man unto me. And he said, Keep this man. If by any means he may be missing, then shall thy life be for his life, or else thou shalt pay a talent of silver. And thy servant was busy here and there. He was he, he was gone. And the king Israel said to him, So shall thy judgment be. Thou self hast decided. Now he's talking to him about what he just did. And he hastened and took the ashes away from his face. And the king of Israel discerned him that he was of the prophets. And he said to him, Thus says Yahuwah, because you let go out of thy hand a man whom I appointed to utter destruction, therefore thy life shall go for his life. And the people, and the people, and thy people for his people. So guess what he was telling him? You're going to die his dead, and your folks are going to go into captivity. And the king of Israel went to his house, heavy and displeased, and came to Samaria. You know, it's, 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 the thing about it is, you all, is Ahab was foolish. The thing about it is, is that we need to be able to listen to the voice of y'all, listen to y'all's word, obey y'all. And don't be so hard-hearted. You know, we, we spare the enemy. We have mercy on the adversary. We let things go. We compromise. But we give a hard time to y'all. We refuse to obey. Don't want to do his will. Don't want to do what he says. Complain about it. Don't let go. We don't even believe y'all. Don't have no faith when it comes down to his word. To the point that we think our own enemies who seek our demise is our friend. Calling them our brothers and making a covenant with them. It can cause ruin in your life. Hallelujah. Almighty, we thank you for your mercy, your compassion. Thank you, Yahuwah, for your grace and your goodness. We ask you, Almighty, to forgive us for our wrongdoing. Forgive us for our transgressions. Help us to walk in righteousness. Live a set apart life from your point of view. And be obedient. Help us, Almighty, help all of us not to be so stiff-necked and hard-hearted. But, but be humble and listen and obedient to you. Yahweh, we thank you for your truth. Thank you for your mercy and your love and kindness. And we love you, y'all. And we appreciate you. And we praise you. And we thank you. In the name of Yahushua HaMashiach, we pray. Hallelujah. Praise y'all. Shalom, shalom.